This is a podcast from Minute Media. I still believe through the cold and through the heat, through the rain and through the tears, through the crowds and through the cheers. Oh, I still believe. And we're recording. Hey, uh, happy, hey, happy oh, resuming the podcast. Just before I forget to do it, welcome back to the Dogs of War podcast. If you're listening today, it comes out. It is Friday, January 21st in the year of our Lord, the year of Evan Mobley, 2022. This is Kevin along with an emotionally crushed Raleigh, but I'm on yeah. the upswing. I'm on the men. We're on the men. Yeah. And people, you know, we've been talking about mental health a lot this year in like all seriousness. The reason we didn't have an episode last week is for that very reason, folks. Sometimes everyone needs a break. And I'm still saying after this, we all need to take like a two-week break from everything. Yeah. Everyone. Players, coaches, fans, everyone. Just We're all just going to dial it back for, for a, a month, maybe. Yeah. it's uh, we, we, we have a bunch of life lessons that apply to Browns fans to make sure that we never do things again. And I'm like, I, dude, does talking about mental health while also being a Browns fan, I feel like that shit doesn't add up. They go hand in hand, but Hey, real quick side note, as we were getting on, I saw something pop up on Twitter. What is this wordle thing? Oh, really? I was about to text you. Okay. What? I don't get it. I just see a bunch of blocks with colors. Like, is it a game? I can't believe you asked me that. Is if it I did art contest, if I didn't know what it was, dude, did recording just start? No. Okay. Um, I can't believe you asked me that because I just started playing it. So it's a, it's like a word game where you're trying to guess a five letter word and you get, I think, six guesses. Basically, you type in whatever word, say, uh, freaking five letter word, Apple. It's, I don't think it's five letters, but it is. A, yeah, it is. A P P L E, you hit enter. And it's like a color code. It's a dark, like, if there's no A in it, the A is shaded black. If there's uh, no P in it, P is shaded black. But let's say the E, if it's a a yellow color, that means there is an E in the word, but you put it in the wrong slot. Then a green color means Ah, you put it in the right. And it's it's kind of like a deduction or process of elimination, logic, whatever you want to call it, which I've been crushing it. But I'm also like, are you supposed to get it every time? Or I'm not sure how hard or how well, I, I'm undefeated. But I went to an, is it an app or is it a website? You just go to just Google Wordle. But the kind All of right. the cool thing about it is you can only do it once a day. So it's not like you can be totally uh. addicted to it, like playing Tetris or something. So it's like a methadone for app. Well, for, fortunately, I went to an elite university, the the University of Dayton. So I'll probably be the best Wordle player there is, but Speaking of mental health, do we want to just go right into Malik since we're on the topic? Yeah, that's uh Yo, know, I a couple things. First things first. All right, we're talking about Malik McDowell. He was arrested in Florida for allegedly, well, it's on video. Uh he's butt naked, charging at cops. It he had some kind of no one knows what happened. It was uh, some kind of obviously some kind of mental breakdown here. I will say before we get into this though. It's a serious matter, but I, I legit, one of the first things 
that came to my mind after I was like, oh man, this guy needs help is we haven't had a crazy story like this. I'm not counting the Odell drama nonsense. It's off-season stuff in a while. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> that is a I people have been messaging me or texting me, oh, you should do something like post a meme on Malik McDowell. Like, no. There's nothing you can post. That's such a nothing you can post truly on that. sad thing. And I don't know if it mental. I mean health, that I'm not it, saying it you. Been, I mean everyone. Yeah, I know, I know. It could have been substance abuse, whatever it was. It's like the guy's a human being. I think the most heartbreaking thing about it is the guy was in jail or prison, like pr- either extended jail time or the prison. nine months. Allegedly, I, I understand. I could be wrong. He did nine months uh, in jail before he came to the Browns. Okay. So that's what I heard something along the lines of yeah. that. Unfortunately, in this day and age, like when you go to jail or prison, there's not a whole lot of people that get like a second chance mm-hmm. to get a real career that doesn't leave you in poverty. It's incredibly rare. And this guy had one with the Browns and he played well for him. And to see this happen, it's just really sad. And you hope the best for him. And I'm hoping he can find his peace. You know, I'm not saying that, Oh, give him another chance on the team. Cause I don't think that playing in the NFL necessarily what, is good for the young That's guys. That's far down on his list right now. I know, it should be. And we hope. I, I hope the Browns organization can step up and like not say keep him on the team, but try to look after him, get him the help he needs. I think that would be a good way to lead by example. I, I think we can have, and again, I don't know the obligations and whatnot from if he's even on contract anymore, but I agree. I hope the same thing, of course. You got to think that just with the uh, – I guess the the culture they're trying to build in that that facility that they have been building the last few years that there would be some, you know, olive branch extended with resources either from the team or from the NFL in general. But yeah, I mean, you know, of course, some people are going to say, "Oh, he's naked running around." Guys, it was in broad daylight. What during the week? Their TMZ put out a video of him allegedly at the gym an hour before, looking fine, just working out. So for that to have something. Obviously, very, very abnormal happen, and I hope that he gets the, the help he needs. Honestly, honestly, obviously, um, because yeah, he was in, he was in jail. He came back, made the team, hadn't played football in, what four years, balled out, didn't have an All Pro year or anything. Kind of slipped towards the second half, but whatever. He did still better than we chance. did in the NFL. Yeah, we never went there. He had a chance to come back for another year, maybe. Um, but yeah, it, it just it, it's sad. It's just really sad. It's really all you can say. But. In the spirit of trying to lift up the spirits, as you mentioned, that is the first insane story we've had at yeah. the Browns in a while. So, uh, silver linings, I guess. So, let's talk about the goddamn season that's finally over. Thank uh, God. Thank God. Hey, do you care about the Bengals win? I, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I thought it was nice to beat Cincinnati twice. I've, I used to pray that, like, Lord, I don't care what happens this season. Just let us beat the Bengals twice. And we did. Granted, you know, it was kind of our backups versus their backups. But it's, I think it's good to go into the offseason for the team to go into the offseason coming off of a win. Yeah. Uh, they, I don't, they didn't make the playoffs, but they won their last game. Whatever. It, whatever. We beat Cincinnati's third stringers. I, I too enjoy beating them, sweeping them twice. 
I think we're six and one since Baker started playing quarterback for us against them. I like beating little brother, even the little brothers in the playoffs right now. And good. God almighty <laughs> Burrow and chase are a problem and they're going to be a problem for a long time. And if Burrow ever gets an offensive line, he has a very strong chance. I'm not splitting any atoms here of winning multiple MVPs in this league. Like that's the trajectory this kid's on. He's, he's special. Yeah. So hopefully we can just keep dominating with some type of uh, mental little brother. And again, it goes back to it sucks because still on paper and we've learned and we're going to go into what we mean by this. We've learned three years, two years in a row now that paper doesn't mean shit. But still, it's hard not to look at our roster and then look at the Steelers, the Ravens, Bengals. And on paper, our roster is still the best team. And we once again saw that it doesn't mean shit, but you still look at it. You're like, ah, what could have been? Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, it just sucks. You got a hurt quarterback and it was really, the team never really adjusted on the offensive side of the ball. The defense hats off to them. They adjusted. Yeah. But it's also, I mean, it was a freaking dog fight of a year. Like, yeah. Did they come out on top? No, but the teams that, did make the playoffs like the bills look unstoppable that insane first game. the first perfect offensive game ever it's like dude they went in what 10 and no seven or nine and yeah seven seven no uh, touchdown no punts no turnovers no tur- uh touchdowns every drive it was incredible to watch that game yeah it's there was a there were a lot of teams. The Browns were in the hunt until the end, you know, and there was a lot of teams that look incredible that came in with a couple more wins than them, which is, you know, that's how it works in the NFL. The margins are slim, but it's not like there was some team that just dominated no, yeah. everything. And it was a dog fight. They got dicked around with ridiculous injuries, COVID and, you know, shit happens. But I don't. Keep, uh, we got punched in the mouth this year alive. many times. I think this was the worst season I've ever had as a fan. <laughs> I think a lot of people say that it just kept. It never got better. It just kept getting worse. I mean, I would. <laughs> That's oh, not true. There were some. There were some like roller coasters. Oh yeah, one in fifteen, zero oh, and sixteen were more fun than this last year was. Um, back to what yeah. you're saying though, when the Bills, these other teams, yeah, obviously it takes talent, two it takes chemistry, and then you got to get. Just good luck with no injuries, man. And I'm not, I am not, and I know you're not either. There's no excuses for this past season. Teams go through all kinds of shit in different ways. But and it's just going to get more into the quarterback conversation about, you know, one, our quarterback was playing with one arm the entire year. We had two games where uh, more than half the starters are out with COVID. Uh, we, I mean, we, we just had, you know, Kareem was out. Chubb was, I mean, it was just a nightmare. We lost our all pro tackle. For, I mean, it was nothing went right this year. And that's that's the game. That's the NFL. That's what happens to teams. And in the, it's season in and season out. It happened to us this year, and it sucks, but there's no excuses for it. Just, damn. Yeah. It's, uh, all right. <laughs> it's almost funny. So you get to a point where you just got to laugh about things. Oh, or I'll um, cry. Who was the uh, – who did they play before the Raiders? Uh, with the Ravens. We won. Okay. Beat the Ravens. Yeah. Go into like, okay, boys, let's get it going. And then it was just like a 
Oh, that was the worst loss ever, followed by that was the worst loss ever, Christmas followed by was God, that was the worst freaking loss ever. Steelers game wouldn't end. That was that was a death march. The Steelers end was just like, oh, kill me now. But I, silver linings, I enjoyed watching the Steelers get their asses kicked in the uh, playoffs. That was something else. That was something special. And uh, I, I, so like on the, the meme account, Angry Browns fans, I'm like, well, what kind of content could I post now in this trying times? And it's really just been kind of roasting the Steelers, which is when you get swept by a team and you don't make the playoffs and they do, I realize that that's petty, but I also realize it's fun and funny. Yeah. And uh, the comments from these kids, like, oh, the, well, the Browns didn't even make the playoffs. I was like, shut up, Tanner. <laughs> Your dad didn't make parole. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> that, I uh, said that once, and I, it felt really good. Uh, like, no, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. So did you, you watch Andrew Barry's press conference, his year-end address? I, I read it and listened to clips of it. I didn't listen to the whole thing. Uh, I Again, people – you can't have it both ways. I'm talking of just Browns fans in general. I fall for it too, but I'm just, my perspective here, Barry and Stefanski don't say a goddamn word regardless of the topic. We could win the Super Bowl and they would still say more or less the exact same shit they said in their press conferences at the end of the season. They don't say anything. So you can't say that all year round and be like, oh, they never tell us anything. And then after this last one, then be like, they didn't say they didn't say much about Baker. They didn't say much about next year. Like that must mean something. Like no, it. it, it I'm not saying it doesn't, but you cannot say it does because that's how they are all the time. I know, and I'm also, I don't know how I'm feeling about that. Like, I, if they say one, th- it's a tough spot to be, and I'm not saying that their job is easy because obviously it's not, but. It's like, well, I don't want them to say things that can reveal strategy or give the Browns some type of a it's a non what's the opposite of yeah, disadvantage, the opposite of a competitive advantage. But I'm also like, shit, you gotta tell me something to get me thinking that you're thinking the right way. You know, and that's I don't I try to evaluate what guys say fairly, which fucking irrelevant. I mean, we have a podcast. It's not like we're making calls for what they should or shouldn't do with the roster. But Someday. Someday. I'm like, there's no way that they just say that shit to Haslam or who do they report to? Deep Podesta? Or uh, I don't know if they're directly... I don't even know how the org is anyway. They've switched it around a few times, but yeah, let's say they go into Depot. Yeah, and I'm just like, well, if you're telling him the stuff that makes sense, that he's got faith in you, that's what I want to hear. However... I don't necessarily care about Haslam's opinion. I just want him to stay as far away from things as possible. I just, my frustration is it didn't look like there were a lot of adjustments that were made throughout the offense and saying that we need to do better while it's like, I would have rather seen them try to do something else and then get their asses kicked for it and be like, well, we tried that. That didn't work. And then do something else. But I don't know, man, it was, frustrating and that did not help the frustration level no and a lot of things were wrong this year obviously Baker did play great that's no surprise he'll be the first one to tell you that and like you said there was no visible adjustments made some decisions that are super questionable 
you know, when you figure out that a team has no passing game at all, you're going to throw nine or ten guys in the box every time to stop the only thing we do have. So it doesn't take a genius to make that analysis right there. Things just never got – never changed up. I am going to be very, very, very curious to see the rest of this offseason going into next year if Stefanski will give up play calling to AVP. I think Stefanski's – and I've said this the last 20 episodes – well, last two – he would just be such with how cerebral he is. Him is just the CEO on the sideline. Now, people people don't understand. Belichick doesn't call defensive plays. McDaniel's does, right? Uh, or excuse me, that was Belichick doesn't call offensive plays. McDaniel's says yes. Um, but if you don't think that he has the final say in his headset to override a play call, you're nuts. Head coach can override anything. It's like Stefanski's never going to have his ears on it or a chance to like override anything. That's not how it works in the NFL. So he would still have, you know, veto control over something like that. I just want to see what he'd be like as a CEO head coach. That's yep. all. Me too. I mean, and it's not a knock against a fancy. It's like your CEO should never be also the sales manager. I don't know. Is that a real analogy? Uh, I, I get what you're saying, but yeah, CEO, whatever. CEO. Yeah. It's like, dude, just if, the guy calling plays should be all they think about is play calling. That should be their full-time job. And then making adjustments week to week. You communicate it to Stefanski. Let him know whatever needs to be done. But then that should be all they're thinking about. Stefanski, in my opinion, should be doing something addressing the goddamn pre-snap penalties because there were a lot of them. That, that's got to get cleaned up. Oh, my God. Was that – again, I said this before. I think my least favorite memory of this season is – 12 men, timeout, 12 again, men. Yeah. Again and um, again. Can we? Uh, can I address the Baker situation? Yeah. Because this is just going to be – yeah, I mean, well, first of all, let's – successful surgery. Yeah. Glad to hear. Glad to see. Um, we'll get to that in a minute. But I, I – this oh, – man. This Baker bros thing that's all over the internet and has been there the last several months, this has gone so far – past and beyond who should be the Browns quarterback moving forward. We're in another stupid civil war in Cleveland perpetuated by both sides on Twitter, but it's not even about football anymore. It's at the point now where each side just wants to be able to say, told you so if Baker's here next year or not, it's petty bullshit from both sides. It's like watching those political battles where one person gives an opinion, another person disagrees, the person who gave the original opinion screams, calls him an idiot, and then runs away, rinse and repeat. And it's just it's nonstop on Twitter. It's so far away from football. It's just about people being wanting to be right. Baker hasn't been Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady his first four seasons. I'll remind you again, he's had three or four different coaches, coordinators, and this entire season minus one game, he was playing with one arm, right? It's Funny, it's ironic. The people that are out here calling Baker supporters Baker bros are the ones that sound like idiots. I mean, I mean, if supporting a dude who is currently the starting quarterback of my team, a dude who said before the draft that he wanted to come to Cleveland and has brought some stability to the organization in our first playoff berth and win since, I don't know, World War II, if that makes me a Baker bro, if that makes you a Baker bro, then I'm captain of the Baker bros, man. But first and foremost, I'm a fucking Browns fan. Like... <laughs> If, if cheering for the quarterback is is now wrong to some people in Cleveland, you know, God help you. Uh, all oh, that, no, no. Yeah, you're doing yeah, great. Keep going. No, I'm just <laughs> all that being said, 
and I know you know as soon as we put this out, I, I guarantee, and I can already call out who's going to do it. Uh, I'll get called the Baker Bro in my DMs, and the people will continue just to say, "Look at the stats," and then run away without even knowing what they're talking about. Not everyone. I'm just saying most. We live in an era where 99.99999% of folks just repeat headlines or tweets from other people they see to make themselves feel like they're contributing their own original intelligent thoughts. Uh, big disclaimer. Let me stop here. I'm in no way, shape, or form saying you're wrong or dumb if you're out on Baker, right? There's plenty of viable reasons why someone could make an intelligent argument, and I'll respect that. I don't look down on someone or think you're an idiot or will call you an idiot because they want someone else at quarterback. I'm saying there's very few people right now or the last year that actually give a real reason besides he was bad this season. Blah, blah, blah. Baker's been inconsistent. He'll be the first to admit it. But unless Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady are walking through that door, I ain't going to start cheerleading for a Cousins or a Jimmy G or Derek Carr. Don't get me wrong. I like all those quarterbacks. They're good quarterbacks. But the difference in talent isn't big enough, if at all, to rock the boat like that. Baker is an idiot. It's pretty obvious. He knows he's got to step it up. He said that himself. And in the, you say in the, he's an idiot? No, he's, I said he ain't no idiot. He oh. knows he's got to step it up. He said that himself a million times. And he's never once done anything to make us think that he won't be going 200% at that. Also, that being said, I don't have an answer to what we do if we start off slow next season because I don't want to assume or even imagine that's the case. You folks who have already convinced yourself that we're back in the bowels of the NFL again are, are just going to be in for a very long summer, regardless of next season's eventual outcome. Um, what else did I want to say? People, oh, and then when I say that, people go, oh, so then you want the team to suck next year then? Absolutely not. I'm the team, the team, the team, first and foremost. Hey, I'm trying to win me a bowl. I've said that a million times. I can't guarantee Baker will be an all-pro next season just as much as you can't guarantee he won't. And you can point to the first half of last year, blah, blah, blah. But who knows what would have happened this year if he didn't lose his arm week fucking two. That's a monster factor that people don't think holds much weight, but it does. We've talked about this a million times. I trust AB to make the right decision. I don't envy his job this summer at all. I'm going to be cheering for whoever's under center next year, just as hard as I cheer every other year because we're Browns fans. This civil war is so petty, so stupid. Last thing, I'm sorry, I'm going on a long one here. The surgery video that he put out after his surgery yesterday, to all you people overanalyzing this shit, look, I don't care if you love the guy or if you hate the guy. Here's a fact. If you're analyzing the clothes a guy is wearing while still clearly loopy and sitting in the hospital post-surgery, you need Jesus or hobby. I have a lot of hobbies, all right? DM me. I will help you find one your own. That's it. I'm taking a breath. Uh, that was a lot more prepared than I was to do a rant, Kevin, but that was really good. No, I've been, I just got to get it off my chest. It's been, that's been percolating uh, for a few uh, weeks. Everything you said was I, I agree with entirely. And you said you don't want Baker as a quarterback. That's fucking fine. You, you don't have to. Holy shit. People have lost their touch. I, I, I will say this, though. I, I hate acknowledging their voices because I don't want to. It almost like it's like legitimizes them or like whether it's the clickbaiting, you know, sports analyst guy that just tweets shit. It's like I, I don't like legitimizing them because at the end of the day, True. they have no impact on what's done you know, what's done behind on the field in the locker room, whatever. Um, 
but let's say it's 1% of people that hate Baker, 15%, 50, whatever it is. I'm just saying that that percentage, in my opinion, I do think it is the minority. They are a vocal ass minority. Social oh, media yeah. is so toxic. Like if there's 300 people that hate Baker to death and in a country of millions, that number is very probable. Those people will be the first person to DM, tweet at him, tweet at his wife, tweet at his family. And it's like, well, I hope they all die a fiery death, but I hope that you as people, and then when you read them, it can infuriate you. If you're a human being, it's like, well, at the end of the day, you just got to pray for that person sending those mean tweets that they die in a fiery accident, really. Um, <laughs> that's a joke. Um, but anyway, Twitter's not real. The internet's not real. Our opinions are irrelevant, just like yours. Just like, well, no, Barry's is very opinion. Uh, Barry, Barry's opinion matters. He's got a fun summer coming up. Yeah. But like you said, support the guys who are on your team. It, it pissed me off last year how everyone just trashed Sendejo. It's like, yeah, he was one of the worst safeties in the league. But guess what? He was also our guy. And they're your guys until you're not. If Baker doesn't play for this team next year, I'll support him. Once a Brown, always a Brown. And he played his heart out for us. Hopefully he will play his heart out for us next year, in my opinion. But people have lost touch. And really hoping this goddamn world doesn't end before the Browns win a Super Bowl. But next week on the Dogs War podcast, we're going to talk about one, the playoffs, because, mm-hmm. you know, football content. Two, lessons that we learned that can never be repeated as a fan that have inevitably added to this crushing defeat. We're going to give you a playbook for this next offseason. Yeah, a playbook on how to go into it healthy, healthily, mentally, yeah, whatever. A Physically, spiritually, emotionally, and psychologically. Like, be a part of the solution. Help yourself. Be your best self. Mental health. Yeah. Sexually. I don't know. Yeah. So the summer of sexual mental health. <laughs> consensual sexual mental health. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but yes. But yes, consensual mental sexual health. Um, That's all I got. It's Friday. Yeah. If you're listening to this, we don't have an ad this week, but we will, I think, next week. And uh, should we do a free ad? We should get free. Oh, it's free at always Zabo Apparel. Buy a shirt from Zabo Apparel. S Z A B O Apparel.com. Uh, yeah, some of the best Cleveland girl you'll ever find anywhere. And without question, the best prices of any Cleveland girl you'll find anywhere. Do you have any uncle with like a absurd business that could use a shout out? Um, none that are like sexy enough to read on a podcast. No offense. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Plenty of them make a lot of money doing it, but it's like, I don't even know how to explain what manufacture. I don't know. Yeah. I'm trying to. Uh, yeah. Do you have any friends that we are? Anyone on the, I, I have no idea. Anyway, we'll, fi- we'll start finding some, we'll start doing some free shouts. No, 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 no. We're going to make it. They're going to pay businesses, dearly. small businesses. Yes. Yeah, Startups. No, not- they're going to pay too. They're going to pay too. Cause it's a niche. Hey, audience. we're open for business. You get at us in the DMS. We'll give you a fair rate. Yeah. Actually, if you're listening to this you're like, Local Cleveland businesses. We'll yeah. show you the numbers. We have more than just our moms listening now, believe it or not. 
Um, hey, speaking of which, appreciate everyone for following along for another year. It's our third season. This Truly appreciate one. people who listen. But we got through it together. Uh, people listening, you guys are taking a lot of stress off You know, my therapist because she gets to hear a lot less because I get to dump it out on this channel right here. Um, yeah, that's all well, I got. Yeah. Oh, shit. We're, we got to we gotta lead with this next time. If you have any good ideas for things you would like to hear, guests you would like to hear in the offseason, DM us, email us at dogsofwarpod at gmail.com. Yeah, or DOW podcast at Twitter or Angry Browns fans on Insta. Just there's a thousand ways to get at us. Uh, I like the idea of finding B list celebrities, C list celebrities, and talking about Brown stuff with them. <laughs> Just hopefully they never listen to this episode. <laughs> I'm leaving that in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's like the guy from Mad Max 2, the Road Warrior. <laughs> that's where Who Dogs are? of War came from. He was like, he was down to be on. He's Australian. The guy's that's like, what? he's. He's pretty old. We're gonna we're gonna have some random guests this summer. I think. Yeah, that's we could just say because that's what gonna, we'll do. We're gonna we'll take just, our minds off football for a while. We'll just convert these like C list actors into becoming diehard Browns fans, like Cleveland legends. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, we got We're gonna have a lot of very random topic, fun guests this summer. We're gonna just kind of take a break from football as much as we can. Yeah. Fuck yeah! Sorry, mom. We may yeah. be back on the swearing train. Sorry, Miss Toledo. Well, hey. Great chat. We'll see you out there. See you next week. Uh, for Raleigh, for myself, this is Dogs War Podcast. Good night, Cleveland.